an all new The Giant Contraband Robot. I'm your host, Desi the Sith. Oh, no, no. Darth Desi the Sith. You know what? Fuck Star Wars. You know, just, it's just Desi. <laughs> we'll see We'll see where you're at in uh, in another five years. Yeah, another five years. I, I'm serious. I do not want to see anything Star Wars related for the next five years. Um, joining me as always, we have Christian Ventura. Hey, yo. And we're just going to jump right into it. I hope you had um, a good week. Um, the week of the 18th. I like doing it. I like, I like saying the week of. Because I usually not to like. Blah, 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 blah. Can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like saying the week of? It, it gives it makes sure like I'm staying on track, mm-hmm. especially everything that we um that we're going to be talking about. And what are we going to be talking about? Um, started with housekeeping for um for this week of the 18th. It's just pretty much a reminder. Um, February 2nd, which is a Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. at Mocha Grand Avenue. If you're in the Los Angeles area. Um, it is, um, it's called, this is an exhibition called With Pleasure, Pattern and Decoration in American Art. Um, it's going to be with artist Devin Suno, and it's going to be with Mocha Teens to create a new large-scale collaborative artwork that also, um, help preserve Japanese-American cultural arts and crafts that, um, while incarcerated, artists that was incarcerated during World War II, um, at the Topaz Detention Center in, in Utah. So it's pretty much, you've seen history from that era of World War II, um, something that should have never fucking happened in the first fucking place. Yeah. Um, but it's just, um, it's, it's an all ages experience. Um, if you, like I said, if you're in the Los Angeles area, just come down, check it out, meet the artist himself, Devin Suno, and create some dope shit. <laughs> um, that is it for housekeeping. That was a short housekeeping. That was kind of like that was like uh, keeping your house on a good Sunday. Yes. <laughs> um, well, no, the return of the night out show is will be officially this coming Thursday. A new time is from five to six forty-five. We may we it's a super ass might we be live broadcasting. So keep that in an asterisk for as long as we can. <laughs> yeah, um, we're gonna have two um, two new people added on to that. Um, so housekeeping is gonna be taken over by them. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be more artist focused. Um, that's going to be for the first 30 minutes and after the, uh, that 30 minutes on is going to be me and Christian going forward um, so a little bit of a format change but still bringing you the good content yep and I'm thinking about going more punk next semester um, next not next semester next in the, <laughs> in the next few weeks oh yeah so less um, EDM less um, experimental alternative rock straight up punk and metal uh, i'm not in that mind frame of playing anything soft <laughs> but we're still taking uh viewer viewer requests right or listener requests yeah within reason within reason within reason because <laughs> i'm just still like like what the fuck 2019 and then going into 2020 mm-hmm. like just what the fuck <laughs> it seems like uh 2019 was trying to keep its negative energy for as long as it could <laughs> Nah, it, it's, yeah, it's staying in there. <laughs> oh shit, Gail Simone endorses Karen Gillian as bad girl. Here's the thing: what if? Seriously, can't fucking talk. Karen Gillian as bad girl. I don't. I, it depends on if she wants to do it. By this point, everybody can say they want this. They want this actor and actress to play this role. Mm-hmm. We're now in the new era where actors and actresses are now tired of superhero films. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Much like a lot of the audiences at this point. Not a, the reason why people are not people are turned on Marvel because they they're they're a fucking blockbuster hit and they just wait and there are people legit waiting for them to tank. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. No, not for the foreseeable future at least, especially uh, now that they're bought by Disney. I think 
they'll come at number two at one point. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because I would say Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp, they were at number one for like a specific amount of time, like for like a month and then or like right after that they got dropped down to number two and it was in the top five. Yeah, it was like the, I remember it was one of the only like action kind of, yeah, like kind of, uh, how would I say it? Like upbeat action movies that came out around the time. But the thing is though, they made back their production budget mm-hmm. in the first week. Oh yeah. So that's the, that's the thing. That's the only reason why Marvel's not worried about anything like that is uh-huh. because they know Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp didn't take a lot to make. Mm-hmm. So it's more, it's mainly like any big budget experimental project is the ones they're probably more worried about. Mm-hmm. Which would be internals, Shang-Chi, um, Stuff where the, the market hasn't technically been tested as much. Yep. Um, and speaking of Marvel, um, Scott Derrickson is not coming back for Doctor Strange. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. So they supposedly they're not going to redo the movie, though, right? They're no. looking for a new director, but they're still using what's already been shot. Yeah, they um, pretty much was already been written. That's the thing they say it was creative differences. Okay. Oh, right, yeah. Scott Derrickson wanted to make it, more, make it Marvel's first horror movie. Which... Would be interesting, but to a certain level, I guess it makes sense why like they would have creative differences yep. because it's like Marvel might not be ready to step into like a full on horror thing. Yeah, and they still want children to actually come see the film. Yeah, so I I can see where Marvel's coming from on that end, but if you're working with a Scarlet Witch who will be known who will be called Scarlet Witch at the end of her show with um, Vision, um, if you're dealing with if you're dealing with a mentally disabled Scarlet Witch and it's up to Doctor Strange to bring her back, mm-hmm. it makes sense for it to be hard. Yeah. you don't know what Wanda Ma- Wanda Maximoff can. We don't know what she can do so far. We know if she, if Thanos did not do that bombardment, mm-hmm. she probably would have taken him out in Endgame. Yeah. Yeah, she's easily one of the most powerful people there other than Captain Marvel. I think she's more powerful at this at this state right now in her at, in her mental um state. I think she's power, power, way powerful than Captain Marvel. I think Mar- what she ha- what Marvel has over Scarlet Witch right now is just that she has the more like impervious body. Yeah. But other but power-wise like yeah, Scarlet Witch should be just as if not more powerful than her but i guess they're like playing it that she doesn't know her full powers yet and all that kind of stuff and i seriously think and i keep on saying this and i'm going to keep on fucking saying it till i'm wrong i think aaron taylor johnson's coming back because he hasn't (laughs) dropped his muscle weight at Mm -hmm. all if you see him currently he hasn't dropped he gotten even bigger Mm -hmm. because um not bigger until like overweight like he's he did a movie where he um was playing a um a recovering drug addict with the mental health issues. Okay. So he was he he did look he looked less muscular. Mm-hmm. Now he looks more muscular than he did before. Like let's say when he was doing Age of Ultron muscular. Oh wow. I got a feeling he's coming back as Quicksilver. How would they write that in though? I don't like know. he just straight up he just straight up got full of holes. Like <laughs> Yeah. But I'm going back to what Memory Hill said. Accelerated metabolism. He may have gotten shot up. He may have gotten shot up. You never know. He probably can heal from that. Yeah, but why wouldn't his character have been anywhere up until now? He probably got dusted like uh, like Scarlet Witch did. Yeah, but why would they not tell her that he survived? I don't know. Probably she brings him back. Uh, uh, mm. Vision, Vision is dead, and now he's on. He's in a TV show, and it's a fifty style TV show. Uh huh. She brought him back. She's bringing him back. Yeah, she could bring him back, and then maybe that could be like what leads her into her madness. Because she's like more like a Full Metal Alchemist thing. She tries to bring him back 
doesn't necessarily go right. Oh. And then that's how she starts losing it, and that's what they have to stop her from. Maybe the universe of madness for Doctor Strange could be her version of um, House of M. Oh. Her version of House of M. You take, you heard the theory here first. Take out <laughs> take out um, Magneto. Uh huh. Take out Spider Man being uh I forgot how Spider Man was uh, labeled in House of M. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a minute for House of M. It's her um Quicksilver and Vision and her twin kids mm-hmm. that's running around. Mm. And she and in her mind she made them and probably at the end of the movie after Doctor Strange saves her. They are still they they are still physically there. Oh, that's gotta be crazy. Ooh, that would be. And plus, right now, yeah. Marvel is rumored to be hiring Hulkling. Hulkling is a scroll who made himself look like the Hulk. Hmm. But like, wait, a full size version of the Hulk? Not a full size Hulk version of Hulk. I'm assuming um, a small one because they're calling him Hulkling. I'm I'm <laughs> six feet even, mm-hmm. but picture someone my height. Okay. But not my build, but like more muscular. So Looking basically, like it's CG Hulk, and then Hulkling is Lou Ferrigno Hulk. Yes, <laughs> but he's a teenager. Oh, okay. Um, and he, and he, I don't know if they if they broke them up. He's in a relationship with um, Scarlet Witch's and Vision's son, hmm. Wiccan, who made himself look like an Asgardian um, mage, but he's not Asgardian. He's just the oh, son. I of do. I do remember Scarlet Wiccan Witch. now. Yeah. So I'm like that. I wouldn't be if they casting him i'm pretty sure they're gonna be casting twin kids for um dr strange hmm. and i and that is my that is my theory and i'm gonna to stick to it when is dr strange supposed to come out 2021 okay so he's gonna be filmed the um benedict cumberbatch is gonna be filming the very soon how do you feel about benedict cumberbatch's performance as a i like them i know yeah. there's people who don't who dislike the movie because of him i thought dr strange is a dick yeah, he's supposed to be like he's he's worse than Tony Tony Stark. Yeah, Tony like they Stark, had that little exchange, but Tony Stark is a it, is his, Tony Stark is a, is a sarcastic asshole. Yeah, who um they both have their own. They have Tony Stark is, is, is like I said is a is a sarcastic asshole, while Doctor Strange is just a straight up arrogant asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is though, Tony will I have not seen I've seen things where Doctor Strange actually was willing to give stuff up for to save the day mm-hmm. but then there was this ones where he's like just he's willing to let the person die yeah but then he he, he willingly worked with um dr doom and when dr doom took over the marvel universe mm-hmm. he willingly um worked with them um, with villains so dr strange is that person who told the line back and forth yeah dr strange is more like the he he has his one specific goal and he will attain that goal at whatever he wants. Yeah. Like it, it, it doesn't matter what the moral ground is. Yeah. It's like if he wants to do something, he's gonna do it. Yeah. So this is gonna be interesting how the MCU goes with Doctor Strange going forward. Mm-hmm. But I have no. But to answer the question, I have no problems with Benedict Cumberbatch. He's, I like him as Sherlock. I mm-hmm. never even ever thought he'll ever do a Marvel film. I didn't either. And then when they said like, oh, he's gonna do an American accent for it, I was, I was like, like, well, let me at least hear it first. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and he did good. I think he did fine. But I, I've noticed, though, when most Brits doing American accents, they're more deeper. And you can't pinpoint what area in the U.S. they're basing their vocal talents on. Depending depending on the actor. There are some that are really good yeah. at it. But, yeah, the, for the most part, that's very true. Because it's like they go for more a... I, I feel like they go for more the general tone of American English rather than a specific region. Yeah. So because of that... 
I would imagine they probably go deeper because they have to flatten out a lot of the sounds. That's one of the major differences, yeah. right? Like um, Henry Cable for Superman. Mm-hmm. If you hear him talk in any film that he's playing his, his actual accent, his voice is not that deep. Mm-hmm. But when he does an American accent, it's fucking deep. Mm-hmm. Like when he was Superman, he's supposed to have like a Midwestern like a Midwestern country boy um, voice, or like you don't hear that. Yeah, and it's probably is, and I think that's now this would be his second role because he did a movie with Bruce Willis playing Bruce Willis's son. This is he way did? before, yeah. This is way before Man of Steel. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, he played Bruce Willis's son. He he did American accent for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's direct to DVD. You can, you can I have to find the name of it, but um, <laughs> the only person I'm actually now interested in hearing his American accent. Um, on the tangent right now, Daniel Radcliffe, Guns Akimbo. Oh yeah, that we trailer. finally we finally saw the trailer for whatever the hell that meme was yeah. like three or four years ago. No, it was like in like 2011 we saw that meme or some shit. And I'm like, you hearing him talking? I'm like, this sounds he's like it was really like you have to like shut everybody up to hear him talk. Yeah, and I'm like, can he do an American accent? He can, but it was it was only like a short like a short thing we heard him actually talk. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, I I need now I need to like see the movie can he do it because I know Tom Holland can do it because he did a movie mm-hmm. with Ian McGregor um, it was way 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 before he was fucking Spider Man he was like mm-hmm. around eleven it's um it was a movie I forgot the name of the movie it dealt with that tidal wave in the Philippines okay um you hear him for an eleven year old to do an American accent mm-hmm. with two British actors. Well, no, Ian McGregor is not British. He's um, Irish. Yeah, he's Irish. Irish. Um, but they was acting long. They acting long enough. They can actually fucking do it on the fly. Mm-hmm. And I heard Ian McGregor do Ewan McGregor doing a American accent before, so he you can tell they can they can fucking do it. Yeah, you like he he did one great in Big Fish. Yep. And then um, <laughs> Naomi Harris. Um, not, no, it's, it's not Naomi Harris. She was on the um, the Ring movies. I know who you're talking about. I don't remember her name though. I think no. I feel like that movie's crazy. Another slight tangent. You see, he's um. They see the tidal wave. Mm-hmm. They're out, and he has he's jumping into the pool, and the stunt he did himself. Mm-hmm. The water goes over them, but he, the tsunami goes past them. But he's mm-hmm. in, in the pool holding his breath while the tsunami's going over. Damn, because he's like protected from the debris and from the. It's still the it's that's Damn. still a scary thing, and it, yeah. apparently, apparently they survived. Mm-hmm. Family, I'm like. I'm like, I'll be fucked. I'm be like, you know what? I'm just gonna, t- I'm gonna just light a joint. <laughs> yeah, like I'm out. And just see that wall of water just come, just like, fuck it. <laughs> just tie it back down over my face, like, dude. But it's like, it, that that stuff hits you so hard. It's like hitting you with hundreds of thousands of pounds of force. You don't think it's like, it's basically rocks hitting you, man. It's insane. But I heard I was I did natural disasters, and it said it slows down. Mm-hmm. Because if it's starting from the midpoint of the ocean, it's coming. It's, it'll slow down. It's, it's being slowed down because of the... You know, we're not doing the science. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just going to say, we live enough inland where we don't get hit. We'll probably get some water up to our kneecaps. Yeah, but we're not going to get, like, smacked with it. Yeah. I'm sorry to anyone who lives on the coastal lines. Like, I'm sorry and both jealous of you. <laughs> um, sticking with Marvel, New Mutants trailer finally came out. Oh, nice. About a week, about a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think we talked about it already. I think we did. I don't remember. Before we push back, before we get a little too far from it, though, because I just because we're straying away from it. Yeah. On Henry Cavill, right? Yeah. 
he he specifically said like a lot of people were trying to pinpoint if he was doing an accent or like what kind of accent he was doing for witcher here's the th he's he says specifically he was mimicking the game he was mimicking the game but he was doing a british version of the game yep. character right he's, he's using his own accent but mimicking the voice actor who did Geralt. so i'm wondering everybody said he got that shit here's yeah the he's a gamer he did it really well did we do the wait? Did we end up doing the Witcher cast? No, we didn't. We did the Witcher cast, but we didn't like go really in depth on how he played the character. Mm -hmm. I'll, we'll do this like real quick before we go into. We're not gonna talk about mut new mutants. We're gonna go. Uh, fuck it. That that's Hold on. The, fuck it. That's the podcast. Right. We're, we're, <laughs> we're gonna talk about Black Widow though, because that first that ninety second teaser looks good. Oh yeah, yeah. It did. Um, but on Henry Cavill, the little bit I've 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 been watching the Witcher, I like what gamers make movies out of the games. Yeah, because they know what they're well, not they, that they, they know, but they care about it. They care about, it, but they know where to take out certain parts of the game that actually is connected enough. Mm -hmm. So, so it's like you don't really need to worry about any of the um the side quest or any of the quests. Just the mm -hmm. main focus of the story, so they can just like I'm still watching Witcher two, Witcher three. I might just I'm playing. I'm just I play by myself instead of watching somebody play. I'll I just keep play. I keep trying to play Witcher two before I play three because I haven't played three yet. But every single time I I try to play it, my my PC is too slow to run it. Like it'll run it, and I can see everything, but it's so choppy. There's no point because I wouldn't be able to do anything in combat. Don't you still have your Xbox? I do. That's why it's like I do, and, and they put it on Game Pass now. Yeah. So you might, you might just get Witcher Two. For just Xbox. start from three. Yeah. Just, just, or just uh, there is the 360 um, re-release of Witcher Two. Mm -hmm. Um, just get that. Yeah. Yeah. I should. I wanna. I wanna finally finish those games. Yeah. But um, yeah, he said his voice, and he said the game doesn't really show him emote a lot. Mm -hmm. So he said they had to. He's like, it's a TV show. You can't really make him like dead. Like his voice can be deadpan. Yeah, but he still has to emote. He he. So that part, that scene where he flips out on Jasker. Yeah. That it's 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 like he said he has to do that. You he still he said that was the challenge. He still has to sound like Gerald, but actually emote. Yeah. At the same time, so I was like, "Oh, yeah, you got to do." He that. he honestly did such a good job. I can't I can't believe that we're gonna have to wait until twenty twenty one for well, season two. Like I'm happy about it because they're taking their time. But, but here's the thing, though, special effects. Yeah, exactly. It's like I said. It's like it makes sense. They're taking their time. They're doing it right. But goddamn, it's like a whole year. But he needs to go down on the muscle weight though. Yeah, because he was a he was leaner. No, he was not. Le Dude's still fucking hulking, fucking huge. No, I'm talking about you know, like in the game. Yeah, in the games, like yeah, in the games, he's leaner. But... And in the books, they describe him as like leaner. But the thing is, though, it makes sense for him to be that big because if he's going to do his own stunts, mm -hmm. yes, it makes sense for him to be that big. But I'm like, dude, I see nothing but Superman in the white wig, man. <laughs> Honestly, I I'm able to separate it. I I kind of I, 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 I can separate it. It's just the fact that it's like, like God damn, dude. Yeah. Like I don't want to be like lose weight and get that big. That means I can wear. My favorite shit. Yeah. It's yeah. like, at that point, you're also, like, running into other issues because of how, how fucking wide you are. Yeah. Like, I like wearing nerdy shit. Mm -hmm. I want to stick to wearing nerdy shit. Like, he could, he, <laughs> as weird as it would sound, like, he could pull off a, a, a black Superman tee and just be called Superboy. But it's, like, really thicked out, oh, yoked Superboy. <laughs> Superboy was always, and I've noticed, and people haven't noticed, Superboy has always looked more muscular than Superman. Yeah, but it's it's Con L, not or Connor Kent. Yeah, um, yeah, he's only Connor. Connor always looked bigger than um Clark. Mm -hmm. Um, and don't forget Power Girl. Well, was that the con? Wait, 
And Power, Power Girl also looked the, was also yoked out as well. Power Girl had Chun Li thighs. <laughs> and don't forget upper. Yep. <laughs> but here's the thing: Power Girl is just nothing but the adult version of Super. Well, the alternate, alternate Earth Two adult Kara Kent. Right. So I still like her character more though. Well, I can't Power picture why. Power Girl, Super Girl. I like Power Girl a little bit more. Physically or characterized? <laughs> character-wise. Okay. Character-wise and physically. But, I mean, more character-wise. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, pick up Amanda Connor's um, Su- um, Power Girl series. Okay. You'll like it. Hmm. Um, she she wrote it and she, um, her and her husband, um, Jimmy P. I, I, can't, I can't pronounce his last oh, name. Oh, wait Palmi- a minute. Palmiati. Yeah, wait. I met them at Comic Con. I did too. Yeah, they're they're really nice people to talk to. Shoot. Yeah, I took they, a picture with her. I wish I never. I, this is why I don't like Android phones. Cause I I legit when my phone got destroyed, my picture with Amanda Connor was gone. Oh, that sucks. Um, she also signed. Um, I have my Wednesday comics. Um, she signed it and she um, in my sketchbook did she help for me? Oh, nice. Because she was like, because everybody was asking her to do Supergirl, Power Girl, or <laughs> Batgirl. Test me on any character I haven't done yet. I was like, all right, She-Hulk. Huh. And she did um, a headshot uh, for She-Girl for me. Nice. I mean, She-Hulk. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, they're... And she, had, and she didn't charge me for it. Yeah, they're, they're really genuinely that... nice people. Well, I mean, that I, that I could tell at least, because, I mean, they... Like, when I, when I met them, I met them after one of their panels at Comic-Con, I think, of, like, 2014, mm-hmm. something like that. And, uh, and they took like 20, 25 minutes just to step aside with me and talk. Like I, I thought, you know, I thought I was bothering them and I, I, I told her that much too. I was just like, Oh shoot. Like I understand if you, no, no, it's nice to talk to people and this and that. And they actually took them a bit of time to talk. They're legitimately really nice. Did you hear they're doing another series of, um, Harley Quinn, but like the, uh, the, uh, the more adult version. Yeah. Of the Harley Quinn comics now, and I've noticed um, Jimmy P and Amanda Carter, they they tend to do like the adult versions of things. They're now starting to do more adult things. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was always, it was always like expected of Jimmy for Jimmy P. It was always is is expected of him because yeah. um, um oh fuck Painkiller Jane. If you if you know mm-hmm. Jimmy Palmer, you know Painkiller Jane. Hmm. Um, and that's as uh, adult as you're gonna get. Hmm. And that's the only thing I like Cristiano Loca in. <laughs> I don't like that Dungeon Sea movie or Blood or Blood Rain. Yeah, that was Blood Rain was weird. No way, no. There are some dudes and women out there who actually like the one specific scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, like why did you need to watch that movie? Just watch L Word. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, there's so much better stuff already that you can watch if you're into that. I know. I'm like L Word. The the L Word is a great drama. Besides all the sex that you're gonna see. Mm-hmm. But it's a good drama, and it's plus you should learn something. But I did not like the last season of L Word. It turned to a murder mystery. I didn't watch enough of L Word to really know too much of what it was going on. <laughs> to me, I, wa- I watched it from like beginning to end. Uh-huh. And plus, it was like actually like Jennifer Beale. As a person who grew up in the 80s, I only remember her from um, Flashdance. That iconic scene of her dancing and she throws the bucket of water on her. That one Jessica arrow. Beale? Yeah, Jennifer Beale. Jen- oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, where she's literally dancing on stage and then pulls the rope yeah. and yeah, okay, I remember. Everyone that. who makes a parody of that scene that doesn't, and she even says to herself that she would never live down, mm-hmm. but she's still she's famous for it. Yeah, because um, I was I was like nineteen twenty when it first, when it came out, and it ended when I was like around twenty four twenty five. Mm-hmm. So you, I, it was I, it was in your your knowledge area around there. But they're back with a reunion, with a new series. Um, really, three of the main characters are back. Remember I told you that band. Um, aha her yes the she did the yo play yoga commercials <laughs> she's, in, she's in that band and she's also in l word oh okay 
Yeah, she's well, she's been in since the um, since the beginning. She's an, I didn't know she was um when I I knew she I only knew her as an actress and the mm-hmm. Yo Play Yoga Girl. Right. But I did not know she was a she's been a musician longer than she's been an actress. Oh, huh, that's interesting. That's so cool though. I was like, holy shit! And I'm like, and she mainly does. To me, it's it's to me it sounds like EDM. Okay. But I forgot what it's labeled as. Is it because she's she's labeled as a guitarist and uh, instrumentalist, so which means she can play multiple. Mm-hmm. Um, um, she's not genre limited. Yeah. So I'm like, holy shit, fucking awesome. Nice. That's that is the biggest tangent we went off on. <laughs> like once again, this that's the podcast. But, that is the podcast. But the uh, giant tangent from one to the other. I know because we went from Henry Cable to the L word. To talking about music, and we're just gonna go to Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Going on though, that is a, that is a good ninety six. Mm-hmm. And I got a feeling Rachel Vice is Taskmaster. Right, and I, I saw I saw an article. I don't remember too much of it. I should have paid more attention to it, but they had put up a something. I think a comic book reporter that like Taskmaster is easily one of the most like one of those villains that needs a lot of backstory. <laughs> but the thing is though, that would be taking too much away from Black Widow though. So how do you think they're gonna introduce it? I I seriously think Taskmaster is um, Rachel Vice, like someone who knows her. Mm-hmm. So you don't really don't need he he or she mm-hmm. really don't. I'm gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just say Taskmaster themselves. Taskmaster wouldn't really need to use his photo on um, their keep on saying he their photogenic um, abilities on them mm-hmm. if they already know them. Because uh, okay, let me but let if me. Wa- if they're watching videos of Captain America, that mm-hmm. that trick that he did, that Taskmaster did with his shield. Yeah, because that's, that's the Captain America move. So he must that. God damn, Taskmaster must watch any video they had or footage of Cap to know what how to move and how to um, operate the shield. Yeah, because like that's that's what I was gonna say, right? I'm pretty. I just wanted to make sure I have the right power to the right character. Yeah. Taskmaster is the one that can do any physical movement or like anything that is like a physical acrobatic capability. Mm-hmm. As long as he they, can tell, he can that Taskmaster can basically telegraph what you're gonna do. Right, and, right, and mimic it as well. Right, okay, so and like, that's why Taskmaster is like such a big deal against like people like Shang Chi and people like Iron Fist, yeah, because he can not only telegraph but uh, counteract and replicate the same movements they would use on him. Yeah, but the thing he, um, that Taskmaster can do is replicate. All right, in the comics version, he's a he. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason we keep saying he, because it's in the comics, it's a he. Um. But in terms of movie terms, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna try to keep on saying it or Taskmaster themselves because mm-hmm. it's fucking hard. But um, Taskmaster in the comics can replicate powers, but mm-hmm. because he can tell, um, he can replicate what they the telegraph their moves. Mm-hmm. He can easily um, combat that. Mm-hmm. Movie terms, we don't know. We don't know if he ha- if Taskmaster has the same exact power, mm-hmm. or the um, technically that's not even a power in today's status. There are people who can. Who has photographic memory? Right. Um, so it could be a natural ability, or it could be genetic size. It's like photographic muscle memory. Yeah, but I also have another theory. At the end of Black Widow, we probably see Chris Evans back. Really? Because this takes place before Infinity War. That's true. Yeah. So it I, takes place in between um, Infinity um, after um, Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah. So it could either be two he. And, Two cameos that can come at the end of the movie. Um, Anthony Mackie because he's currently filming right. um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. It could be Chris Evans or I've been hearing Robert Downey Jr. Really? Mm-hmm. Why would Robert Downey Jr. cameo in that? Because remember, he's the one. He's the one, the last person to talk to Black Widow at the end of Civil War. Oh uh, yeah. So it would, it would make sense, or it could be Samuel L. Jackson. 
It could also it, be flashback scenes. Yeah. It, can, it also can, it can give a reason why Samuel Jackson wasn't around in Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. Like they could they could explain some of the absences of people like that. But they already explained like that one abs- where his absence in Far From Home though because. He's on vacation. He was in space all the time. Well, no, he was dusted. Well, he got dusted. dusted in Infinity War. Yeah, he got dusted. But at that point in in Spider Man, they had already all snapped back. Yeah. So probably he went on vacation. Yeah, that was, that was he the was thing. like he was like you know what I'm gonna. Which also like which is what a lot of people use to justify is like oh how come Nick Fury got like they got the drop on Nick Fury it's like well because it wasn't Nick Fury it was a it was a scroll that did not know how to act like Nick Fury did. Yeah. <laughs> so that's gonna that's gonna be interesting. Now this makes me look at um, Black Widow in a different light. Now after Captain Marvel, are there still scrolls roaming around in the MCU? Well, okay, so it takes place before, but theoretically that means scrolls would have been in our Marvel universe since the '90s and yeah. possibly before that. Yeah. So then, yeah, it's like who do you start saying is a scroll and who isn't? Yeah. Um, I can I can pretty and thus Secret Wars begins. <laughs> See, there's two different versions of Secret, Secret Wars. Secret, the, the first Secret Wars, Nick Fury gets a band of superheroes, mm-hmm. and they illegally invade Liberia. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the second one where it's Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. where it's the Squirrels. Right. I, can, I think they're going for that one. I was, but the thing is, though, the Squirrels are not bad. They're good. They're not, but but you could also go by the same rules, or not the same rules. You could go by the theory that. Even though not all scrolls are bad, there could possibly be like a militant, sect. like a sect of militant scrolls yeah. that do want to take over Earth. Even though like the majority of them are refugees and don't want to do anything. Like as much as everybody like Ben Mendelsohn, I can see him getting killed off because hmm. he's still technically good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh shit! I don't know if it was his son or daughter in Captain Marvel. They can be Hulk. Ooh, didn't think of that. I just thought about that because technically Hulkling is a scroll. Mm-hmm. That, ooh, that would be good. We we have the making of some origins here. Yeah, that's weird, man. That's go, it's going back into Marvel's cat, um, catalog. It's just yeah. like pick characters that you know that could eventually come back. Yeah, like I didn't think Jimmy Woo would come back um, after Ant Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. He's coming back. Yeah, but I was, I like, was surprised when I saw Woo. I was just like, oh shit, like he's actually here. But um, I was thinking, is he now? Are they calling it Sword? Or are they calling it still calling it Shield? Because that's the thing, though. Because he hasn't came up with a new acronym yet. So most likely it's going to switch to sword though because that mean, when, now that, that we already had all of like Civil War and Winter Soldier and all mm-hmm. that it's like Shield is basically being defunct and has already been proven that it was like flawed. Yeah. So that must mean at some point after Ant-Man and the Wasp, I mean Nick Fury recruited him because mm-hmm. he's going to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp. So um, so not Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, is did Nick Fury hire him? Mm-hmm. Like or. We more like would see Kobe Smolders mm-hmm. than um, Samuel Jackson. Because the only thing, even though Kobe Smolders, um, her show is doing very well on ABC, um, Slumptown, which is based off a comic book property. Oh, I didn't know it was based off a comic book. Yeah, um, it's a DC Vertigo book. Oh. Um, I can see her coming back more than Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Like I can see her taking over for Samuel Jackson as the head of head of something. I'd be okay with that, honestly. You know, I'm like, give Kobe Smolders more to do. After we I... found out she was supposed to be Wonder Woman at one point. Wait, she was? Yeah. For Josh oh. Whedon's Wonder Woman. She was supposed to be Wonder Woman. That would have been cool, honestly. And then that's how... But she... I have a soft spot for her just because of how I met your mother. But... Yeah, and that's how she got the role. Apparently, that's how she got the role in um, Avengers because Josh Whedon knew her. Yeah. So I'm like, so there you go. 
See, that's the thing. Say what you will about Josh Whedon now. He has a lot of fucking connections with act with certain actors that most he worked with them before. Yeah. And they always end up appearing as on MCU films. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ashley Johnson did an episode of Buffy before she. Um, this is like she did. Apparently, she was filming. She was working on The Last of Us as Ellie and Avengers at the same time. Really? Oh, damn. So I'm like, see, that's that's how, how good as um, Ashley Johnson is. Sticking mm-hmm. with Marvel, it was announced this past week that Marvel's Avengers from Crystal Dynamic has been pushed from. Their March release date to September fourth, twenty twenty. That well, this year basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be only released on the Xbox One, PS Four, the PC, and the Google Stadia. I can't believe people are still buying that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, I I had a, such a feeling that shit was gonna flop the second I heard about it. I was like, this is such a good concept, but I don't think Google's gonna be able to pay it off. No. Yeah. Um, I was uh, to me that's not that's not a. Um, it was supposed to be out in May. Mm-hmm. It's been it was moved to September, so a couple of months. That's not that bad. But um, honestly, I don't have any problem with studios pushing back games, studios or movies pushing back uh, release dates because it just means that they want to make sure that they put it the correct polish on it. They want to make sure that they need to fix some shit. It's like I get why people get upset because it's just like well, you already told us and we've been waiting for so long. But at the same time, you want to make sure the product is finished and good. You know. Yep. Yeah. And they confirmed um, more characters that was going to be added to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawkeye has been rumored as a playable character since um, E3 2019. Um, Kamala Khan was announced at the end of 2019. Oh, that uh, cool. Miss Marvel, she's been um, announced already. There's already a trailer for Kamala Khan already. It's right here. It's oh, cool. wow. Yeah. So um, so she's already, this was um, New York Comic Con 2019. Nice. She so she's on, confirmed already. She's, she's been confirmed. She's in the main game. Mm-hmm. She was... And here's the thing, though. Nobody has not noticed her at all. Watch the um, the Comic-Con trailer. Not the, the E3 trailer, the Marvel's Avengers, when they first announced it. You see her as a kid with the little girl that falls and that gas is um, still coming to her. Uh-huh. That's her. Oh, shit. Really? I noticed her right off the bat. I was like, Kamala Khan is going to be in the game. And when they showed the um, the, um, the character at um, Comic-Con, New York uh-huh. Comic-Con last year, I was like, it's fucking obvious. I did not catch that. When they said the Terrigen Mist, and when um, when Captain America dies, uh-huh. the Terrigen Mist, um, I was like, the Terrigen Crystals, I was like, oh, they're going to include the Inhumans in this game. Uh-huh. That was, it Which would mean Kamala Khan. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, this is, it, was, it was obvious. It was To me, it was very obvious. Mm-hmm. So, and since she was announced, and her powers is very um, unique. Mm-hmm. In the MCU, or well, she's gonna be in the MCU very soon because she was also announced that same year mm-hmm. her own TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a very unique power set where it's like Mr. Fantastic powers, but she's like Mr. Fantastic in terms of um, elastic powers, but also like Plastic Man. Yeah. Um, so she can do a lot of things with her um, with her with her powers. Um, if they and I think that's probably why they pushed the development back mm-hmm. because her power set to begin with is going to be very different. It's very unique, yeah. And if you played Marvel of Alliance 3 because she's also in the game, mm-hmm. that, that's easy. To, it's, it's, you're playing a squad-based game. Mm-hmm. It's not... And there's going to be levels. They show levels with her specifically. So she's like a featured character, like main character yeah. cast. Like. She's part of the Avengers list. That's awesome. So she... I'm of, excited for that, honestly. I, I do in, uh, like her character a lot and I like the development that she has. I'm happy to see that such a more recent character because it's like 
she doesn't have exactly the same length of time that they've been publishing her story yeah. as a lot of the other ones, but she's a good character to include for modern times. It's nice. Yeah. I, I think, I don't want to mispronounce her race. Uh, I want to say Pakistani? Yeah, she is. American Pakistani? Yeah. Um, and she looks how a, a, um, a, Pac- a person of that descent would look. Mm-hmm. Which she is looks very much like someone we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've made the comparison many times. <laughs> because she was she was never done in a video game mm-hmm. to look more lifelike. Yeah. She's is if you're looking at it comic comic book wise or cartoon wise, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that. But video games are not getting to the point where they're looking like actual fucking people. Video games are to the point where not only do they look like actual people, they're casting actual fucking actors to play ca- video game characters. But, now. Here's the th- but here's the thing, though. There are certain. There's like um, last. Of, uh, no. Um, Did you see uh, Hideo Kojima put uh, short Conan. Okay. Um, thank you. Death Stranding. Um, Infamous Second Son. Mm-hmm. They actually use the actors. Oh, and Star Wars: Fallen Order. Fallen Order, they L.A. Noir. The, um, they actually use the actors' faces mm-hmm. for the characters. But yeah. For Avengers, you're not you. You only their motion, their act, their motion capturing the um the um, the characters. Right. But they're voicing the characters. Mm-hmm. But they're not using their faces. Right. So like, if you don't know this already, Troy Baker and Nolan North are playing in um Hulk and Banner. Nolan North was playing Iron Man. He's better as Deadpool. It's yeah, tell I, you, I really like his Deadpool. But I like um, the other person who voices Deadpool um, in the Ultimate um, Ultimate Lions games because mm-hmm. he did it before Nolan North took over. Oh, we were talking about this. Who was that actor? Who I, was I forgot his that voice actor's name. Yeah. Um, and Ryan Reynolds is now starting to creep in to voice Deadpool every now and then mm-hmm. for video games. I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be another Ultimate Lions game and it's Ryan Reynolds is not Nolan North. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. It may, it really makes sense. Yeah, he's he's taking. He's trying to bust the. Uh, he's trying to go into what's it the Hugh Jackman route, where it's just like this is my character. Fucking let me have my character. <laughs> yeah, but then, but it's also at the end of the day, it still depends on the um, the voice actor coach. Yeah, that's true. Um, but he can he can do, he basically voice acted. I mean, he obviously he was in the costume and stuff, but not for most of his stunts. But um, but he basically voice acted Deadpool for the Deadpool movies. Oh yeah, um, like a lot of that is ADR. But this is um, for Avengers. Is if to get back on on, on topic, it, it, it makes sense. You if you want a good game, and the other games we're gonna talk about as well. If you want a good game, let the development take as long as they need. Mm-hmm. Like I don't hear people bitching. Well, no, they were bitching about the fact that Last of Us got pushed towards I think October. Yeah, but again, I would rather they push it and make the game fucking good. Then be like, no, fuck you guys. You said you were going to do it on this day and then get a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, and Marvel's Avengers um, um, publisher Square, Square Enix also pushed back Final Fantasy VII to April 10th, which is a month later. Mm-hmm. It's basically a month later, but people are a bit, uh, I'm not going to say they're bitching, but they're complaining that they're bitching. It's at the same time Resident Evil 3 mm-hmm. is coming out. The remake, right? Yep. Yeah. Look, you getting two games that came out close at the same time of that era yeah be happy yeah final fantasy 7 is an rpg you can take your time passing that mm-hmm. nobody's not gonna speed there's gonna be the exception there's people that are gonna speed run that mm-hmm. but there's gonna be someone who wants to like engulf themselves in this new how this game is being made but resident evil 3 that's where people's gonna really really be like all right they changed the map a lot yeah they changed how the way nemesis is running around now 
So it's going to be super interesting. I heard one person said on Resident Evil 2, when you go to the save point, Mr. Rex can bust through the door. Oh, shit, really? And apparently Nemesis is going to do the same thing. Huh. So I'm like, nope, that's not, no, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> like, I'd rather, I'd rather, I bet, sorry. <laughs> My cat, or Cold Star, Harley the Cat. The, uh, the part of the revolving cast. Um... <laughs> My cane accidentally fell on her. She's all good. She's all good. She's good. My cat is good. Don't call... um Whatever the service is. Social services, but for cats and animals. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Animal control. There you go. No, I think more like Peter. No, yeah, fuck Peter. <laughs> Double standard ass Peter. Oh, my God. I've been watching too much Family Guy because you say that, and I immediately think of that scene where it's just like Lois is calling calling PETA to the house, and Peter just keeps answering her. He's just like, no, I'm going to call PETA. Yeah, what? Like, it's a who's on first thing, but... I was more Dumb. like um, <laughs> making fun of the um, New England accent. Yeah, exactly. Peter, now, I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna disrespect anyone who lives on the Pacific North. No, that's that's not an accent. That's you talking about the organization. <laughs> um, Cyberpunk that was also supposed to be released in April has been pushed back to September 17th. Wow, wow. That's fine. I know. I just really as, wanted to see it, but it's okay. Like as big as that open world is, take your time. Take your time. Yeah. Take your, for these, all these games, take your time. I want that game to be so good, so fucking take your time, man. And the only reason why people are complaining because they want to see Keanu Reeves in the game. Yeah, but I... I okay, is it going to sound weirdly hipster if I say I wanted to play Cyberpunk before I knew it was cool? Like, you know, or before Keanu was, like, even announced for the game? Because I feel like I know they did that because it's going to attract a lot of people because we're in a Keanu renaissance or whatever the fuck they call it. In the renaissance. The key, exactly. It's like... Everybody wants to see that game now because Keanu came out and you're amazing and all that shit. Yeah. But um, but the game itself looks great. Like it, it don't let that detract because even though it's awesome that he's in it, I feel like people are gonna focus more on that than the actual story of the game right now. At least the at least all the talk that I hear about it, more people are talking about that than the actual game. Yeah. I'm like, well, the game itself has more than enough fucking merit. But the thing that there is also people talking about the fact that Matrix Four and John Wick Four is coming out on the same day as well. That's going to be really interesting. Which are you going to see first? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, because I saw Matrix One in theaters. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see Matrix. I'm gonna see them both at the same. That'd be that would be interesting. I feel like a lot of people might try that. That'll be interesting, but, watching a Keanu double feature. But the thing is, though, I know for me, I'm going to see... Actually, no, I'm going to see John Wick 4 first because mm-hmm. I need to see how this is going to end. I'm hoping... and Well, here's the thing. It's like, I love the John Wick movies. Yeah. I'm hoping it ends with this one, though. I don't want it to go the way of Fast and the Furious where it just becomes tired. But the thing is, um, the Continental's coming to stars real soon. Yeah, but that's not going to have John Wick in it, technically, yeah, it other than the first episode. Yeah, just one episode. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a possibility. No... Well, that okay. It, here's the. It depends on how. Um, notice it's mm-hmm. coming out after John Wick Four. Yeah. So it depends on how John Wick Four ends. Right, because I've I've also heard rumors that they may not do where where John Wick is in one episode, but that they may have Keanu Reeves, uh, guest direct an episode instead. Yeah. So, it'll be it'll be very interesting to see how the Continental is and how the way. John Wick 4 ends, but also The Matrix is pulling a lot of um, actors back from the um, old movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't pronounce the actor's name who played the fucking um, Keymaster. You mean the architect? No, the architect was the um, was that white? Was that um? Yeah, that dude in that room that gave you that convoluted shit that that this yeah. has been repeating over and over again. Yeah, no, it was the guy who that sick all those um, mercenaries on. Neo and everyone. They started that oh, big ass fucking fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. 
Because uh, it's like, you say Keymaster, and I immediately think of Gozer. <laughs> Are you the Keymaster? Speaking I, of Ghostbusters, no, no. Speaking funny. of Ghostbusters. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I legit named my ring my ring station at home the Keymaster. That way, whenever I unlock it, it'll show up on my phone like unlocked through the Keymaster. <laughs> um, for CD Projekt Red, they said um, they need more time for playtesting, fixing, and polishing, um, and plus additionally multiplayer features. Multiplayer? So, multiplayer. Okay, well I I don't have to feel about but that. But they said multiplayer would not be ready until twenty twenty one. I don't know how I feel about that though. Just in general. Like, it depends on how they do it. Like, if they do it, like... This is technically going to be the first time at... This is them wanting to do multiplayer because they said they wanted to do it before. Do you... Okay, what do you think is more likely then? Do you think they'll go, like, the Uncharted 3 route? Where the multiplayer exists, but it's not technically part of, like, any of the main story? Yeah. Or do you think they'll go more the GTA route? Where there'll be an online mode that technically kind of goes with the story, but is not necessarily the character you had in the main game? I'll say it's going to be outside the main story. Yeah, it's got to be outside the main story, yeah. right? Like, it, it's not... They're not about to just drop features where people can drop in and out of same lobby games and all that. Because yeah, uh, people's already, like... Some people not want CD Projekt Red to do any multiplayer. I, I don't. But <laughs> for them to do this, um, give, it gives them enough time to actually take their time. And I'm pretty sure any update they're going to give, like, free DLC... It's going to be free DLC. It's not going to be paid DLC. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I'm like, you know what? Let's go. Dude. You know, I'm all for multiplayer games, but I'm I'm starting to burn out on the idea that every single game has to be multiplayer. Because oh, yeah. I grew up on single player games, man. I grew up on story driven like action games and stuff like that. I miss having those elements of like just one, like not not just one, but like you against the game. And even though yeah, it's great to have multiplayer, I feel like multiplayer is a completely different world now that most games don't have local multiplayer. Yeah. Um. Well, go on to Ghostbusters because that because actually does correlate because Ghostbusters, the video game that came out in two thousand nine, originally had local co op, mm-hmm. which is technically multiplayer. But the multiplayer we get is like capture the ghosts type of thing. Yeah, it was like a separate mode. It, it yeah. didn't have to do with the story. Like I felt like it could have, it would not have been a feature that would have been weird if they put it in the main game. Yeah, like I, it would have been cool to have local couch co op where you have your um, and also another feature they took out Ghostbusters the video game. The create your own character yeah it'd be cool you have the main player one as their character create a character and the rookie will automatically be the um the player character to be your second player well depending on how well the new movie coming out does how likely do you think uh we who knows if we get another game after afterlife that depending on what they do with after that depends on sony Mm, I think they'd license it though. They they still it's it's called it's now Ghost Sony has it. It's called Ghost Corpse, so it's um part of the Sony thing. But it depends on they have the license. It's just who would make the game. You have to get the in, the Infernal Engine, which helped them. Apparently, developing proton packs for video games is really hard. Really? Yeah. Um, it's not like it's not any mechanic that you actually see in any other game. If you really think about it, you don't see any other game you using it using like a tether mechanic like that. Yeah, or the fact that you're using a particle like you 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 blasting ghosts mm-hmm. essentially, um, and you don't see no other video game do it um, besides Lego um, Dimensions. Mm-hmm. If you have the game and you include it on your you you hook the um the the app onto the your controller. And you hook the minifig on the game, and the game, the minifig will come appear in the game. 
they had Peter Venkman as a mini um, little minifig in the game. Uh-huh. And it was the only time you see a Lego Ghostbuster video game. And mm-hmm. Lego actually, um, Warner Brothers actually got to um, ask Sony, who mm-hmm. owns the rest of the Ghostbusters, to actually use Lego Ghostbusters. That's really cool. Um, so you that besides that being the only one where you see someone actually, a Lego, mm-hmm. or any character outside of a Ghostbusters video game actually using the proton gun. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. and then you have those those crappy top down shooter Ghostbuster games. Yeah, but anything on the level like Ghostbusters the video game, nah. Hmm. So I feel like Ghostbusters as an IP, and only because I've been playing a lot of them recently, would do great as a VR title. Yeah. Because yeah. I've I played certain I hate VR. VR. I played I played certain <laughs> games already where they they have a semi similar mechanic to the to the proton pack, mm-hmm. but only in the way that that when you tether enemies and you're trying to pull them close to you, it's very like kind of uncontrollable and you're it's almost like fishing in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, uh, I would say a developer that can actually do it. Oh, where's my buddy? Here? I feel like Rare could do it if they were still a thing. <laughs> um, I would give it either to um, who made Gears of War. I forgot. Gears of War is Microsoft. Like, straight up Microsoft in Unreal Engine. No, it's another development team besides Microsoft. I'm trying to remember then. Because I know it's mainly Microsoft and they develop in Unreal, but I'm... Um, is it all... No, it's not Activision. Um, Gears of is War. Is it EA? Epic no. Games. Epic. There you go. I knew it started with an E. Yeah, Epic Games. Epic um, and Microsoft, right. I can see... Because if you look at um, uh, Ghostbusters, their camera angle is like Gears of War. The oh, only yeah. The only thing that the game doesn't have is the cover system. Yeah, I never put that together, but you're right. If it, I will give Epic Games Ghostbusters because... Imagine Ghostbusters if, in an Unreal Engine. That'd look great. Um, the only thing is, though... And nobody hasn't noticed. Ghostbusters, you do not cover at all. Yeah. They tell you to go to get in cover. Where? Yeah, like it does. It's not there. There is no cover at all. Mm-hmm. I'm running around the fucking map trying not to get took, get knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think um, Gears of War can definitely. If and Gears of War is not slowing down at all, mm-hmm. but they so far, um, Epic Games is doing Darksiders. The uh, so far, Epic Games has literally everything it has to do with fucking Gears of War. There's no other fucking game they're doing besides that. Um, currently, me. Currently, it's nothing but fucking Gears. And Dar- I will say it was Darksiders for a minute, but it's someone else now mm-hmm. that took it over. So give them Ghostbusters, Sony. Re- but the thing is, though, like I said, Microsoft owns Xbox Game Studios owns Gears of War. Right. So which means. Sony Pictures mm-hmm. is going to and Sony Gaming Entertainment mm-hmm. has to go to Microsoft and be like, we would like to make a Ghostbusters game with Epic. But the the only it could be you can go two ways. It can be cross platform mm-hmm. or a timed exclusive for the Xbox. Because if you think about it, Modern Warfare that just came out mm-hmm. was a time exclusive for the PS4 before it finally came to the Xbox. I feel like most things that are timed are are PS4 like um, they they become PS4 timed before Xbox most most of the time. But this time it'll be reversed. It'll probably be timed for the Xbox first before it comes to the PS4. Yeah. But it, that is one. I say one. It happened to be that one exception because I mean Ghostbusters need to be. Remake, but I will also say, don't bring back any of the original cast. <laughs> yeah, we don't need them at this point. Like they're great. If anything, put them like a cameo, but we don't need them central to the story at this point. Um, Bill, I found out Bill Murray pulled a Ghostbusters one. He did not show up until the date of they started to do VO. 
They had and they said they had contingency plans that Peter was gonna was living in Paris with Data Barrett. Okay. They had contingency plans just in case he would he did not do the game. Mm-hmm. But so, when he showed up on that day, all right, turn on the mic. <laughs> so it was like, holy shit, he's still that fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, like. Isn't there that famous Bill Murray story where it's like he walks by somebody eating on an outdoor patio, takes their fries, and is like, no one will ever believe you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That And that's, that is a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a dick move because he'll be walking fast enough. And he still looks healthy. Yeah. So he'll definitely walk fast enough to be like, he'll tell you, but be gone long enough to be, you can't pull out your phone not fast enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, I'm here and gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll probably be Dan Aykroyd back because he... he He's a good actor, mm-hmm. but whatever the fuck he's doing now mm-hmm. is just like, just off the fucking deep end. <laughs> like, because you need one legacy character back. Yeah. So I wouldn't bring Bankman back. I wouldn't bring Ernie Hudson back because he's probably like tired of all this Ghostbuster talk himself. Mm, who knows? Um, well, no, I'll bring him back because if you play Ghostbusters the video game, he's now Dr. Winston of Zedmore. That'd be cool. Because he got his doctorate. So, in between, like, Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters, technically, Ghostbusters the video game to me is Ghostbusters 3. Mm-hmm. So, in between those games, um, in between from Ghostbusters to Ghostbusters the video game, he got his doctorate. Mm-hmm. So, that's like, holy shit, but his doctorate in what? In ghost sciences? Because <laughs> they, they didn't say what, um, what he got um, his... Um, they said, if you play in the video game, he said he spent his... Oh, I think uh, something to do with... Um, American history because if you if you play in the video game you went oh, to the museum oh yeah they say something about that the Egyptian going to the Egyptian wing he said he spent most of his time here so it would make sense for him to be like he would be the historian mm-hmm. to the historian doctor so he would like if anything that deals with past history oh Winston would more likely would know it yeah as opposed to Ghostbusters know the spiritual history yeah. they know and, the spiritual they know like of the of the occult but not actual history. <laughs> that, that would be actually cool. And if you notice in the movies and the video game, mm-hmm. Peter Vega is the only one who doesn't have the ghost, um, the, go- the goggles or the mm-hmm. PK meter. Really? Yeah. There's huh. only Winston, Ray, and Egon that has it. Huh. I so did not notice that. I'm like, wow. And there was a scene where he does have it on, mm-hmm. but he doesn't wear it. Like, it's like, there it's for like, show. It's like, it's like, a blink if you missed it. It's like a cut scene like, one scene here is like if you watch the movie, Game of Thrones, okay, that coffee cup. Oh there. yeah. But then you go to the next, the same shot, next scene, mm-hmm. it's not there. Gone. Yeah. Like that. So I was like, wow. And he does play, and he plays around with it in Ghostbusters too, but he doesn't actually use it. Hmm. So it was like you were like, yeah, you, you were scientist, but I don't see you actually doing any science. Doing sciencing. <laughs> but um, you as a scientist that don't know how to science, good I sir. <laughs> I, I can keep on talking about Ghostbusters, but like um. Also, another kind of content from Ghostbusters the video game: the real Ghostbusters suits are mm-hmm. supposed to be unlockables. Oh yeah, you were mentioning this. I'm like, that would be fucking cool to see these fucking suits. I have my action figures right here on display. Um, these suits in a fucking video game. Yeah, like the the different colors, and then the, yeah, that'd be that would be an interesting unlockable because then it's like you could it would play into the original character customization thing yeah. because if you unlocked all four of them or if you made it a challenge to unlock all four of them you could choose between which one you wanted and shit but um, Ghostbusters the video game is a slog to get through even, it, even by today's standards since this is a remaster it's a slog to get through it still has glitches till this day yeah I'm not surprised <laughs> it's 
it's very much for nostalgia purposes. <laughs> it's, it's, that's what it basically is for for me. It's, it's mm-hmm. nostalgia. I still really love that, like some of that first part of the game, like when you're going through like the like uh, the the water laden hotel, like with that uh, Captain uh, Ghost and shit. The, um, the Cedric Hotel. Yeah. Did you know it's not filmed? In, um, the exterior was filmed in New York, but the interior was filmed at the, um, a hotel in Beverly Hills. Oh no shit. That's so. I did not know that. Mainly, all the interiors was filmed here in Los Angeles. All the exterior shots, like them coming out of the firehouse or mm-hmm. them going into a building, mm-hmm. were all filmed in New York. I while wonder why. Everything, while the majority of the film was filmed here in LA. Huh. I mean, it's cheaper to film over here. Like, now it not is. on location. Now it is. But at the, but why would they do only the exterior shots over in New York if they were already in New York? Because the inside of the firehouse was um it's actually it's an actual firehouse in Los Angeles it's a defunct firehouse in downtown uh, downtown LA oh okay if that's all those shots was inside a now defunct LA a firehouse but the exterior was all filmed in New York didn't that go up for sale or something that's, that's and that's now an active fire station oh wow yeah it's been, well it's actually been an active fire station because they actually um firefighters there um helped out um with the relief efforts of September 11th Oh okay. So is 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 the in the shot of it is still as iconic, even though the block around the firehouse has looks, changed. Yeah. Has changed. It's still the exact same block from the movie. Hmm. Interesting. So, but that would be very interesting to know what happened to the firehouse when when Ghostbusters Afterlife come out next year. Yeah. And plus all the ghosts that was contained in like did Egon find a way to make it portable? Mm-hmm. Like I need to know what happened to the firehouse. It's going to be very interesting when that movie comes out, to say the least. I know. So, I uh, can't wait. Sticking out with nostalgia, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! Now, the movie will be out next year, in 2021. <laughs> it's already done. They were doing, um, they're now doing visual effects. Uh, they're working on the visual effects. And mm-hmm. we should be getting a trailer sometime soon mm-hmm. for that. Nice. Um, that was going to be fucking crazy. They showed all the actors and actresses on the set how they look well not to put in context not how they look as the characters but them like working out mm-hmm. holy fucking shit all these actors actually got super fucking fit for this fucking movie damn like damn the they're played, dedicated like the dude who played Jimmy Olsen on, on Supergirl mm-hmm. Henry Cable level of fucking muscular wow he's playing Jax so it's like fuck like they all got pretty shredded for it even the dude who used to play Zack the Black Ranger in um, the Power Rangers movie back in 2016. Dude, he's playing Luke Kane. Damn. He looks fucking... He was doing... He said, I can do the... He said, I can do the Luke Kane kick. And he did it. Huh. Just follow him on his Instagram. He was doing the fucking Luke Kane kicks. All right. Now I got to look him up. He's a... He's... he's I think I, most of the... Majority of the cast have some martial arts background. Majority of them don't. Yeah. Him... And, and he definitely know, has martial arts background. Um, The dude... Play, I didn't know the dude played Jimmy Olsen has a martial arts background. He does? Yeah. Oh, what martial uh, art? Um, he didn't say, but he's most of it is also in boxing. So he's like, oh, okay. he's probably a combination of a martial arts he's currently doing and boxing. Mm-hmm. Because it's Jax. Jax and Michael Jai White, kendo, karate, judo, mm-hmm. boxing. If it was Michael Jai White, uh, like, we don't even fucking know what he can do. We know he can fuck people up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is Michael Jai White. This uh-huh. is like Black Dynamite or Spa- Black Dynamite for newer viewers or mm-hmm. listeners. Spawn for anyone who's like me who grew up in the fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Spawn. Like, like this is like one of those actors who can like, I can, if it was like a, a match between him and Dolph Lundgren, who is also a martial artist, mm-hmm. obviously it's going to be Michael J. White because he has more, so. he has like, I think he said he has like five 
five to six different martial arts styles. Mm-hmm. So I was like, sorry, Dolph, you gonna lose. Did I, did I ever tell you I briefly met Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, I, I went with a buddy to uh to the Nike store in in uh what is it? Uh, I, heard he's, I heard he's cool people. Yeah, he was he was he was he was cool, and like we we said hi to him and we you know shook his hand and thanked him, but he caught he caught my buddy and I kind of staring at his daughter, so it was like a really interesting <laughs> thing. We did not know it was his daughter. Okay, so for for context, right? We went to the Nike store. We were in the bottom floor. <laughs> he will break you. And we didn't know until it was too fucking late. Like we were at, the, we we're okay. It's a two-story Nike store, so we're at the bottom of the. I think stairs. I know what you. T- I know that Nike store you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a two. It's a two-floor Nike store, and we're walking up to the second floor. And as we're walking up to the second floor, there's this chick that is standing on the stairs, just kind of standing there, like you could tell she's talking to somebody mm-hmm. that's on the like on the actual second floor already. She was moving. We're just like. We notice her, we obviously look at her, and then we walk up, and then literally as, like, we were distracted with her, mm-hmm. and as soon as we reach the top of the steps, fucking Dolph right in front of us, <laughs> like a foot from us, and then we just look at him, and we're just like, hi, thank you for everything that you do, we really appreciate your movies, thank you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Shook his hand and walked the fuck off. <laughs> oh, shit. It's just like, holy shit, like, of all, like. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was a fucking experience, dude. Like I've 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 met almost zero celebrities, but I'm so happy that's one of the ac- interactions I have even though it's like it's not it doesn't make me look like the best person at all, but it was so fucking real. It was hilarious. I wish you even pull a pull at me. I saw Yvonne Shavosky from Chuck or if you know her from Mass Effect, Miranda Lawson. <laughs> I saw her in person. I ran the other way. Really? Yeah. What? I was some chicken shit. Ah. I was like I got to go. <laughs> yeah no i got you i almost felt like that when i met tara strong i almost felt like that and then i was just like you know what she's dressed as harley she was dressed as harley from arkham asylum Interesting. it's tara strong so it's like, and it's tara strong because you're gonna be staring exactly like, i was like i i was this close to like you know what i'm not gonna ask her for a photo i'm not gonna walk up and i was like you know what fuck it comic-con is closing right now she is on the floor fuck it i'm gonna go say hi and i got a photo with her <laughs> hey, hey go for it i'm like <laughs> shit i want to meet gray delise though who voiced um sam in um danny phantom and she does she oh she's done a lot of fucking voiceover work. yeah um she was azusa in last um the last airbender um azula azula you know you're too la man azusa <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm born and raised here, right? I can do what I want. <laughs> but um, back on the Mortal Kombat, um, the animated feature, it's going to have an animated feature mm-hmm. um, coming out apparently this year. It's called Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. Huh. Very interesting. I wonder, uh, I, I don't know, they don't, there's not a lot of um, story details, but the Hollywood Reporter has came out and said it's going to premiere early 2020, so it, it could be any time between now and May. Oh, okay. Um, so there's no it's still not too large of a time frame yeah though. it is no, there, there's no um, exact release date mm-hmm. um, um, the, the movie will feature Joe McHale from Community as the voice of Johnny Cage Jennifer Carpenter who was Deb and Dexter as Sonya Blade they've been added to the um, vo- uh, the cast um, but this announcement was confirmed for reports from last year because last year the other voice actors are joining is Jordan Rodriguez Actually, let me. There's another list actually that says who's playing Hugh. Oh, okay. Damn. Uh, 
Um, but that still sounds like it's going to be really cool. It says it's animated, but they have they um, mentioned anything about the actual art style? Like, no. when I hear animated, I think it can either be 2D as as of, like, you know, let's say uh, uh, Justice League uh, Justice League War, right? That's I, how I think of 2D animated. Or I could think of it also being CGI, where they make it more like a 3D model kind of thing. I think it's going to be... Um the art style of just it's warner brothers animation oh so yeah most likely it's gonna be like the the 2d animation art style yep so i wouldn't be surprised hmm. um, but the funny thing is like when you look at those games you know mortal kombat 10 and 9 and 8 and 11 fucking all of them right yeah they they have more than enough cutscenes to where it could be basically a movie and i feel like if they manage to use that same kind of engine they could put out a competent movie with the same kind of engine that they used to render the cutscenes in the fucking games. Yeah, so this is only, they only given a little, they're not given a whole fucking lot. Mm-hmm. All right, so, uh, for Scorpion Revenge, Patrick's, um, Sice, I can't pronounce the dude's last name, S E I T Z. Yeah, I think it's, it's either Patrick Sites or C, or Sates. He's uh. voicing Scorpion. Um, he voiced Scorpion in Mortal Kombat 10. Oh, oh, that'll be cool then. Yeah, yeah. Um, we already said Joe McHale and, um, Jennifer um, Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Um, George Rodriguez will be playing Liu Kang. Wow. A Latin actor playing an Asian um, character. It's a voice actor. It's a voiceover role. So anybody can be. Like, yeah. I have the dreams of voicing Dick Grayson. Well. I think you. Yeah. You could pull that off. I have too much of a. Ra- I've been told I have too much of a radio voice. So it's more likely I'll probably be like Jack Ryder who becomes the fucking um, jackal. <laughs> um, you think I could voice anybody? No. <laughs> um, At least you got somebody. <laughs> for you i have a very weird voice i think when it comes to like li- listening back to the recording side characters <laughs> huh i said side character side character <laughs> <laughs> i thought you said silent characters <laughs> side characters like i know i said jaime reyes oh okay. yeah okay i would i could do that you i could go you you're not too old not too young you're like right in between yeah Okay. At go. least for the vocal maturity part. Yeah. But I I would be more than happy being any of those like people that do, just do does those uh, extra little lines in the games or in the in the background, you know. Yeah. Just like oh yeah, so the oh my god, Superman what? And then I just and gone, you know like. Yeah. Um, Steve Bloom, who is the also one of the kings of voiceover roles. He's Mugen. He's um, Spike he's, Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. He's Tugin. Um, <laughs> he's Wolverine. For the longest, longest voice actor for any Marvel character, mm-hmm. um, he's playing Sub Zero. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, um, David B. Mitchell. I forgot what he was in. I legit forgot what he's in, but he's playing. He's voicing Raiden. That's gonna be good. Hmm. Um, and Ed Boon is being used as the creative consultant for this anim- animated feature. Um, the producers. Oh, like we just talked about um, Warner Brothers Animation. Rick Morales, who worked on Batman vs. Two-Face and Batman Gotham by Gaslight, is working on this animated feature. Oh. Um, while the live-action reboot of Mortal Kombat will be on March 5th, 2021. Oh, okay. So we still got a little ways for that one, but the live-action should be interesting, too. Yeah. Especially, and the funny thing is, it's like, when you look about, when you look at the old Mortal uh, Kombat movies... And here's an update. We're exclusive! It is expected to release by the end of June. Oh, damn. Re- by the Hollywood Reporter. See, I told you, I trust the Hollywood Reporter more than fucking we got this covered. Because <laughs> they ain't got that shit covered. Yeah. Now, the Hollywood Reporter are, do suck ass, you know, Entertainment Weekly, because they're the ones who had the two... Uh, did you hear about the news? The two, um, their reviewers did not even watch 
the full episode of the first episode of The Witcher or the rest of the fucking series. I heard about that. And I gave did it a hear bad about review. that. Like, you, you just made Entertainment Weekly, one of the credible online news sites, look bad. Really bad, yeah. Like, that hurts credibility so much, man. Like, it... Also, another credible um, credibility that's also tarnished, the fucking Astros. Fuck y'all. Oh, fuck. Dude, okay, that's a whole other thing. I have not been able to dodge that story at all, especially at work where everybody's, like, super into baseball and shit. But right now, we not got no sports talk right now. No sports. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, because Point talk- is, fuck the Astros. <laughs> let them get, like, charged and shit. But like, anyways, continue. More to combat. Um, Return of the Scorpion's Revenge. Fuck, the Dodgers got so fucked over. From I know, the- I okay, know, okay, I sorry. Know. Moving on, moving on. We'll, we'll, do, we'll probably do a sports thing. Que no era pinche penalia. <laughs> For Scorpion, though, I know Scorpion became a good guy in Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. Mm-hmm. Could we see this in an animated feature? Mm. Him working with Sub-Zero and his getting his revenge? Because we know um, oh, forgot, uh, now Shang Sun and what is it, Ermac mm-hmm. were the ones who lied and said Scorpion's tribe, Sub-Zero's tribe is the one who killed Scorpion's tribe and his wife and kids. Mm, it, I guess it depends on at what point in the timeline they're starting this. Yeah, because also there is no they, they're keeping this hush hush. There's no story There's, like leaks or anything. Yep. Yeah, so it, it's all gonna p- depend on what point they like. If they're gonna jump off of where the games are at, yeah, I could see that. But if they're gonna like try to do, oh God, I hope they don't try to do another origin thing. But here's the thing that they're including the story also has Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, and Luke Kane. So that gives you an idea. It gives you an idea, but it doesn't tell you what, where in the timeline it's good. This game is going to be at. I mean, this that game animated feature is going to be at. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, think ta- which yeah. do you think is going to stick more to the source material, the animated feature or the live action? I think the li- the live action is because I saw the before Collider Live was fucking destroyed, defunct. <laughs> F- I know it's all business, but they sent out a fucking press release saying we we got rid of all the on screen talent. They got tweeted. <laughs> and like that was just, all right, you know, I'm not going to go into that. Too Whole much. other thing. But Collider Live had the producer of Mortal Kombat on there, mm-hmm. and he and he announced that they was making Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "What? What?" He's like, "Yeah, James Wan is also part of it as well. They have a director. They said they're doing fatality. They said this would be the first Mortal Kombat film to do fatalities." In life, <gasps> um, so he said characters will die in this movie. Yes. So he was like, "Don't get attached to actors and actresses in this movie." Ah. Uh, so, like, <laughs> so everybody's like, "Holy!" I can shit. feel it in my soul. Everybody, <laughs> and the people's legit going like, "Holy shit!" Like these characters can actually. Um, Kano's gonna be in the movie, so mm-hmm. we already know Sonya. We don't. They say it's gonna be like Walking Dead, where you don't know who the fuck's gonna actually die. Louis Tan has been added into the cast, but as an unknown character, everybody's assuming he's either gonna be Sub Zero's little brother mm-hmm. or Johnny Cage, a newer version of Johnny Cage. Okay. Because they, he tweeted a picture of his makeup on. He has a gash over his head, um, and he said he he said he's not taking a picture. He got a bruise on the side of his chest because he got hit super hard <laughs> by the um, stuntman. But he said the stuntman just got just as worse. Oh, so shit. they, he said, they're they're really getting brutal on this movie, oh, and he said he he said him and the other actors who have martial arts background mm-hmm. are literally putting all their skills and talents into making this an authentic Mortal Kombat movie. I really hope they don't ruin it with quick, uh, quick cut editing. Then if they're putting no, that much he, effort he into said, the fighting, he said there's gonna be some blood and gore in this. He's, oh, is, yeah. He said this is gonna the producer. It's gonna said, be a Mortal Kombat movie. He said this is gonna be rated R. He said there's no way around it. This is not gonna be PG-13. This is gonna be rated R. Yes. 
Okay, I'm so excited for this now. <laughs> he's like, he's like, hearing that James, he's like, James Wan's behind this, not directing wise, producing wise. He's like, he's been they say he's been hands on producer wise. Oh damn. Um, they say he's like you. You assume he doesn't know all this. Stuff. He's like, no, James Wan knows the Mortal Kombat world. He knows comic books. He knows this stuff. Mm-hmm. He, but he loves horror more than he loves this properties. Yeah, properties. But he's like he's putting his skills with helping the direct. I don't know who's. I forgot who's directing this movie though. But he said he's helping the director. He's helping the stunt team. He's hands on. Mm-hmm. So you, when you see Scorpion going get over here, it's gonna actually be fucking skin penetration with his ropes pulling people get over here and it fucking goes through them because in the movie it was quick, opens it was, up and in the movie bah! it was quick cuts yeah in the, um, in the um, uh, Paul W.S. W. Anderson's version yeah, it yeah, was yeah. just more quick cuts I'm hoping they don't keep that you know, many quick cuts I, I want them to shoot it more Hong Kong style like where you fucking have the long shots and they have actors from the raid as characters in this movie oh my god so you know the stunt team is already set yeah so it was like um, I think the brother of the main character in the raid who played the brother of the main character He's playing Sub Zero, mm-hmm. and the actor who was killed by Hawkeye in um, Endgame, he was also in Logan. Um, in uh, oh um, yeah, that guy Logan. I he's like play, that guy. He's playing Scorpion. Oh, I really like that guy. They say he got he got he got. They say he lo- he lo- shed some pounds and got super fit for Scorpion. Nice. Um, the the ba- the guy who was the head of the crime boss, the Asian dude that Batman got in, in, in Dark Knight. Um, and when he was in, when he when he said, "Oh, baby, can't get me because I'm in Hong Kong." Yeah, not not fuck Tony. What's his name? Yeah, that guy. Um, he's playing he's playing Shang Tsung. Okay. And they got an Asian actor to play Raiden, not a white actor to play Raiden. God, I really hope this movie does well. I no, everybody's like we. I really hope it does well, man. Here's the thing, though. Detective Pikachu has shown if you stay faithful to the source material, it's going to do well. Yeah. Sonic. Do you think we're finally at the point? Where video games are finally going to start getting good movies? Maybe. But it depends on Sonic and now Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's true. Tomb Raider, it did good to enough to get a warrant a sequel. But Tomb Raider as a IP itself is related enough to like a movie genre to where it's not that weird if it's adapted. Yeah. There's games where they're definitely not movies that could be really well adapted, but you have to have the right person behind it. Yeah. I feel like Mortal Kombat would be one of those because, yeah, Mortal Kombat is one of those games where if you don't give a shit about the story and you don't give a shit about, like, really paying attention to it, you can play all the games ostensibly without knowing what the fuck's going on. So if you want to tell the story of what's going on in Mortal Kombat, which is a really good story, you have to have the right director to adapt it to know... Like, like what we were saying with Henry Cavill and his voice for The Witcher. Yep. He knows it well enough to where he knows what he can drop that's not specific to the story, that doesn't detract from it, but allows him to act. But here's the thing. I also I think this is a unique situation. I don't know about the actors or their personal life, but some of them are aware of the Mortal Kombat franchise. Right. Well, I would they be more this, concerned they, on the producer side of that. The producer, he said he was well aware of Mortal Kombat. He said he knows the mm-hmm. video games. He knows. He said he's been talking to Ed Boon longer uh, than any other person on trying to make a, a proper Mortal Kombat movie. All right, I'm not that worried anymore. So he's I'm he, hoping, but... he said they want to be more <laughs> like the video games as opposed to any other source material. Yes. Yes. So I'm like, I'm going like, I'm looking at the leaderboard. They have, I have, I have a saved. They have the timeline of the Mortal Kombat games. Mm-hmm. So if he said they're going based off the games. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember who got killed. Off. I think, no, Sub-Zero died. Sub-Zero, yeah, he dies. He definitely dies. So, there's a possibility that in this first movie, Sub-Zero dies. Mm-hmm. And his Scorpion probably gets sent to hell. 
Mm-hmm. Then in the sequel, we see um, Devil, no, um, yeah, Demon Scorpion. Then we get Sub Zero's um, brother. Hmm. How cool would it be if it was like, like James Wan, right? Mm-hmm. But the things that have to do with Hell, like putting Guillermo del Toro to like make all that shit. I wouldn't get Guillermo del Toro for the Hell. For any, for any. Here's the thing, though. I like Guillermo del Toro. When mm-hmm. he when he does smaller budget movies, mm-hmm. he shines. Yeah, because but he knows give, where to. Yeah. But if you give him a big budget movie, he goes over budget. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So as much as I like Guillermo del Toro, no, <laughs> no, because we even talked about yeah. this. Guillermo over, del Toro, no, because <laughs> we talked about this on Hellboy for Hellboy three. Right. He said he needs a lot. He needs over close to 200, 300 million to make Hellboy three. Yeah, and Warner Brothers. I mean, they were not going to give it to it. Universal was not going to give that. It was Lionsgate. Was it a Lionsgate? Lionsgate has the property, but I think Universal took it over. I think. I think. I think. I. I. I'm pretty sure it's Lionsgate, but I don't. I don't know about Universal on that. Hmm. Hellboy movie property. Damn. It's like I get why Ron Perlman is not playing Hellboy anymore. Like you know, just because of stunts and having to sit in all the makeup and shit. But at the same time, man, I would love to see him as it again. I've, I liked David Harbour as Hellboy. I just think it was like a suffrage of the writing. Um, Dark Horse owns the right. Well, obviously, right. because Hellboy is a Dark Horse character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Liongate. It's Lionsgate? Yeah, it's Lionsgate. All right. I think with like something with Hellboy and certain video games, um, I was going to make this point. It makes it would make more sense for them to be a TV series as opposed to a movie. Yeah, I feel like... Th- with a lot of video game properties, TV series is the way to fucking do it. But they're unfortunately they can't they can't prove a TV series unless they do a movie and then kind of make it like popular and shit. No, if you give it a, a good story treatment, mm-hmm. I think um, a video game TV series would do a lot more better. Yeah, because, I, I I think so because with video games being close to over a hundred over hundreds of hours in terms, because Witcher is close to I think it's one seventy. The Witcher three is close to one seventy three, but the TV show is not going off the video games; it's going off the novels. Right. So that's the exception. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragon Age, each game is over a hundred hours long. Yeah, you're not going to tell that story in two hours. No, you have to turn it into a TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple, like Dragon Age. If I was able to, if, and I actually sad thought about this, Dragon Age Origins cannot be told in one season; it have to be told in three seasons. Yeah, because it's taking over course and. I thought it was totally of a few um a few weeks. No, it's of course over a year. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So Dragon Age Origins will have to be, uh, and I've literally sat and thought about this. Dragon Age Origins will have to be a three season TV series because mm-hmm. you want to include the DLC in it. Right. Um, Dragon Age two, three to four seasons. Inquisition would be the longest. Dragon Age four, I don't know anything about it. We only mm-hmm. see a small fucking teaser three years ago, and mm-hmm. we hear Bioware is working on it. But we haven't don't. We, seen we, we haven't seen anything since. But um, I know for each of those those Bio games, Ware, the Titan that fell silent. I know. <laughs> um, it takes three, four seasons for each one. Mass Effect. Oh, that's definitely a TV show. Yeah, for sure. Mass it, Effect would be a bomb ass TV show. Because everybody's gonna be like, Dude, how would you do the squads? I'm like, it's a squad based game. Shepard chooses who he wants out there. Yeah. And he specifically picked each one to stay on the ship. Like, Liar, not Liar. Um, Tally is a good engineer. Yeah. If anything's wrong with the ship, he knows Tally will t- help take care of with um with the other crew members. Mm-hmm. So like, you really don't need her. Like if he needs something to be hacked, yes, he will need to take her. He'll he need to take her. Um, like the TV show. I, like once again, I've been thinking about this. Mm-hmm. 
you give a specific reason for each episode why Shepard needs a specific person on that on that squad. Yeah. It's like it's almost like Monster of the Week, except it's crew member of the week. Yeah, and it was <laughs> the only people who has any form of military training is Shepard, Garrus, um, if you keep Ashley or Caton alive. Yeah. <laughs> and um um Rex. Right. We're going by Mass Effect One. Those are the only uh, military trained people. Right. Tally and Liar are not. I know, and my friends like this. Okay, if you do a TV show, would you use male Shep or fem Shep, and who would die? Wreck, um, Leah, um, Ashley or Kate? And I was like, oh, you fuck. But now I'm about to have the same question. Then I who know. would you choose to die? I was like, who would you choose? Like, would, would it be male fem Shep or, or male Shep? I was like, I play devil's advocate. Fem Shep could be male. If Fem Shep could be male Shep's mother. Okay. Do a prequel series because you hear all the shit about her. Mm-hmm. All right. Let her be the one that was there at the first contact war mm. with everyone. With, um, with, um, oh, fuck. Um, you know, Shepard's direct commander, Anderson. Mm-hmm. Captain Anderson there. Her, she was there with him. Mm-hmm. She was there with um, Ashley's father. They was all there. Mm-hmm. Then. We go and you see she's you hear that she's still out there in the universe, mm-hmm. um, st- still in um, commander position. Mm-hmm. Well, admiral by this point, and then she's just hearing her son's exploits. Mm-hmm. That's how I had it. But knowing today's climate, people are gonna be super pissed. But I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Okay, though, fan casting. Who would you fan cast in a TV show that would play a male ship, and who would you cast as a fem ship? For male ship, um, because it's so customizable, you can make your own character. It could theoretically be anybody. I would, unless you're going by just the default model. No, um, for male ship, this is gonna be an interesting one. Hmm. Army Hammer. Why? I haven't seen him do anything super Mm sci-fi. He can be a cheesy per. Shepard is cheesy. Yeah. But if you want someone who could be cheesy and serious at the same time, mm-hmm. Army Hammer. Okay. He is fucking tall. Mm-hmm. He would be the exception. I'll either have him as Garrus because of his fucking height mm-hmm. or Shepard if you want someone who you wouldn't expect to be that soldier. Okay. The obvious choice will always be Henry Cable because he's that actor who would like, you know what? I'm not getting a lot of roles. Mm-hmm. I would take it. Yeah. And I would know for sure if I cast him in as Shepard, he's going to go off and play the fucking games. Yeah. He's going to learn the lore super fucking quick. So when it comes time to start filming, he already know what the fuck to do. He already, yeah. He's already zeroed in focus. Mm-hmm. So it was like, Henry Cable was the main choice. You know, and no, I'm going to switch it. Henry Cable as Shepard and Army Hammer, Army Hammer as, Garrus. as Garrus. Okay, so who would be your Fem Shep? Fem Shep, Catherine Winnick from Viking. Oh, that's I, If I one. got her name right. If I got her, if I got her name right. Her as, I don't, I don't, I never seen Vikings, but our friend Carol said, watch this one episode with her in it because I said I felt she could be Captain Marvel. She's a... Yeah, huh? And I saw how badass she is. I was like, Anna her, she's a martial arts background? I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck that. I want her as Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. In my head, and because of her... And because of the position in the mili- in the Space Marines, or in the in the Marines anyway, of her position, her age that would fit mm-hmm. for um, Femship. Hmm. Her being in her late 30s, early 40s. Mm-hmm. And I would assume Shepard would be in that position in his career. Mm-hmm. He would be in his late to early his late thirties, early, early forties. Yeah. So by the time we get to Mass Effect three, oh, he's already in his mid forties. Yeah. Or his late, his getting ready to fifty. Yeah. Because he literally says, "I'm tired." See, everybody says, "Oh, he's probably indoctrinated." No, fucking Shepard is tired. Yeah. <laughs> he's been doing this shit for almost forever, going against 
saying the Reapers are coming. The Reapers are fucking coming. He's, He's getting too old for this shit. <laughs> Literally, like the only people who are getting older, but they have a long life expectancy is Garrus, Tally, and Liara, and Rex. Yeah. They, like Caden or Caden, Ashley, and um, Shepard, and Freddie Brace Jr.'s character, um, Vega. Mm-hmm. They're humans. Vega is the only one that's the youngest. I would get for oh shit. It was like I, I would I, still cast Seth Green as Joker. Yes, I would want him to still be Joker. But age, yeah, Joker is the youngest out of everyone on that ship. Even yeah. though if he is older, he does he does him. look younger for, than his age though. Have you seen Seth Green now? No, he looks a lot more older now. Than I he haven't seen him now. No, he looks a lot more older now. He, he really do. Okay, so I wouldn't. Uh, uh, Voice? I'm still I'm still picturing uh, Seth Green from like um, freaking yeah really dated reference fucking um, Austin Powers. <laughs> I will get Timothy Chalamet. Bold choice. Bold choice. Mm-hmm. An Oscar winner actor for Joker. Um, oh my god, he looks fucking old. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> I just looked up I Seth told Green. You. He, he looks a little more. Oh, he, he's oh he's closer to being in his fifties now. Damn, he's like he's like to me he looks like what um. Willem Dafoe did like 20 years ago. <laughs> um, and he's still doing Robot Chicken though. That's still cool though. Yeah. yeah. Um, Timothy Chalamet. If that, I'm, I'm reaching too big. Uh, let me scale back. Uh, Christopher Mintz Platts. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen him. He done, if, he's done serious things here and there. And as close to being serious was Fright Night. Mm-hmm. As close as it was. He could be funny when he wants to be. But you, you want someone who can, who can be funny. But also, if you look at Joker... Even though he has a frail body because of his um, disease, Joker mm-hmm. still looked at muscle. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can, like Camille, I'm trying to say, you give him the right, you give the accurate actions the right amount of um, training Time, and resources, yeah. they're going to get um, a specific body stance. And then plus, yeah. Joker, even though Joker had minimal action scenes, there was still enough for him to do. Yeah. Especially in ma- that famous like, part in Mass Effect 2 where you had to control him yeah, while exactly. he's being invaded. Yeah, yeah, that that's still one of my favorite parts of the game. And like, you want an actor who's like, who's not afraid to, like, look, we need you to curse, and I mean, curse, mm-hmm. <laughs> like your life is gonna, like, is going to end. Yeah, like, you're like, what the shit? What? The? Like, yeah, he there do was that. more shits in just in that specific game than the whole fucking game. Yeah, he was cursing more than fucking um Jack. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to like, I can I can picture Chris Mintz Platts for that. I could picture him like kind of limping around the Normandy, like shit, 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 shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, if not him, um, that would be a good one, I think. Yeah. If not him, oh shit, Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin could be could be Joker. Yeah. I want uh, you take someone who's now more recognizable as the Flash, but you put him in another character. Mm-hmm. He can definitely do it. He does it for Grant Gustin. I don't need you to bulk up, dude. Yeah, just right where you're at. Grow your beard out, cause he he is capable of growing a beard, mm-hmm. even though it's patchy as fuck. If you watch the season, <laughs> the season four premiere of the Flash when he comes back from the dead, uh-huh. he has a patchy ass beard, so you can tell he's one of those people who can't grow a full beard like yeah, everyone yeah. else. But still, like, keep the beard. All you're gonna be doing is sitting down. Your mm-hmm. big action scene is gonna technically be in Mass Effect two, yeah, and Mass Effect three, cause he had that gun. Mm-hmm. Um, no. At the end of Mass Effect 2, he was shooting off um, um, Reaper enemies for Shepard and everyone to run. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mass Effect 3, he did a, he did a couple of things. And dance. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, dude, I know you can dance, but you <laughs> need to dance. Like, let me show you the game. <laughs> you gotta dance like this guy. I'm sorry. Has, you, have like, a, you, have, you have a frail body. You need to dance like a guy with a bone disease. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, Edie, that's... I, to me, I would just cast. Um, oh, I forgot. I forgot her name. Oh, I forgot her name. Um, 
Keep going. Keep going. Keep, keep talking. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm just thinking of like different people. I, I'm trying really hard right now to think of who I would cast for Joker. It's like it's got to be somebody. Trisha that... Helfer. There we go. Oh, huh? Yeah. I would just bring I would bring Trisha Helfer back. She's still healthy. Mm-hmm. She, yes, she's a little bit older, but she's still she she, can, she still got it. Mm-hmm. She can do it. You know who I would like? I would actually want to see as a femship. Um, what's her name? Uh, the chick from Edge of Tomorrow. Oh my God. Oh, um, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. She could be a very interesting femship. Oh fuck yes! If you if you've seen um hell edge like you say edge of tomorrow yeah um quiet place especially around the ends where she she's using running around with the fucking shotgun yeah and if you see the trailer to um to the second quiet one place too it's like part two yeah oh fuck yes she's bad she's badass I would I would want to see her as a femme chef that'd be awesome who who could be okay this one would be a little bit difficult too because behind the mask who would be Tali you. <sighs> That right there, you just get a stunt stunt actress. Yeah, you gotta have a stunt actress. But who would be the voice and voice be able over. to do the do the emotion through just the voice? That's the challenging part. Because anybody can do a voiceover, but to have a convincing like performance vocally alone on a character that's gonna have basically you know like a, a body double. And the voice um, is based off a Romanian um, Romanian German type, um, so it has to be an actress who could do that. Yeah, like with the accent. I'll get Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. I'm trying to remember. Black her. Widow. She's playing your um your um. Yolanda. Oh oh oh. I'll, yeah. I'll get. She, she even though she's British. Uh huh. I she can definitely. Yeah. I would definitely get her to do it. Mm-hmm. But it'd just be like, are you comfortable to be? We won't see your face at all. Mm-hmm. It's just your voice and your your physical performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you be fine with that? <laughs> like, I, why not? <laughs> Like I, but I would do something different than what Mass Effect Three did. If you show her fucking face, hmm, and then like in Mass Effect Three, I'm sick because I just took off my fucking mask. Yeah, <laughs> it's like fuck. Like, you know, <laughs> like technically, yeah, she would be the only one that you won't. I think Garrus should be she, CG though. Yeah, he won't. He would have to be body like no it would have to be like it would have, have to, to be, be a mix. how they did mark ruffalo it would have to be a mix yeah it to, it, it, no it has to be like um how they did mark ruffalo as the hulk oh like face capture face capture body capture and then uh, like that he'll him and whoever's gonna be rex yeah they will have, have to be they'll have to be um motion capture mm-hmm. that i think that that is that's the two you can do practically i'm sorry the what only one but the only person who could be done practically is liara what about um oh what's his name the Solarian. Morton? Yeah. Morton, I would say practical, but CG. Like, but but that has to be a really thin frame of a person to do that practical. Because that, that alien character is naturally a lot thinner and, and a lot taller. Yeah, Solarians are very thinner. They're very thin and they're very tall. Like, that's not at, human proportion. If you look at their, uh, like their feet, it looks like they're wearing platform shoes anyway. Yeah, that's true. Like you could you could do it like an like a Anthony Daniels thing where you just get a really really thin person to do it, but at least for the head wise and the head shape, I feel like theoretically you could do like a practical headdress to do the rest of the head shape, mm-hmm. but um you know with with light makeup then do motion capture and CG over the face. Yeah. But who could who who would do like a good voice or like a may, not necessarily a naturally high pitched voice to kind of match what Morden would do. But like yeah, at least the cadence that they could speed up or uh, like adjust the the audio on it. 
I'll get the voice actor who did um, who did more in the first place. Yeah, if you're gonna do voice acting, you might as well do that. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. That just would... get a st- just get. Uh, I'll get Doug Jones. Would that feel kind of out of place though if you had the actual actors for the voices, but there... different actors for the ones that aren't being? I hate CG? to say, it, Doug Jones has done it before, mm-hmm. and he can do it again. Have <laughs> Doug Jones as Morton, uh-huh. and have a voice. Have the original voice actor of Morton voice Morton. Hmm. Okay. But isn't the Doug Jones is the type of person who like he'll do multiple. Like multiple things, mm-hmm. so I'll give him. I'll have him like motion capture if we need it. If you need it, have him do Garrus for a couple of things and have him do uh, Morton. Mm-hmm. Like he's he, him and I would get um, Andy Circus. They also help. Yeah, if you're doing any, I mean, if this is fantasy and we can't cast anybody, if you're doing motion capture, fucking get Andy Circus. Yes, because you because you need him to like make sure he technically helped with the Infinity War and. Um, Endgame. Yeah, have you seen the the new like renders of him doing uh, Shakespeare and they like completely match his face to an alien face? Have you have you seen that? Isn't that his company though? It's his company. Yeah, that's why. It's like if you especially with that alien face, I would love to see Andy Serkis be the fucking antagonist with those like. Oh, he can be um, Saren. He could totally be Saren. He's still Andy Serkis is barely fifty. He could He's totally still fucking be Saren. Fit. He can be Saren. Dude, he could be Saren and he could be the fucking elusive man. Now, for elusive man, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen? Charlie Sheen or Emilio Estevez. Because I would, they, are I would the sons, they are the sons of... Uh, of um, Isn't that the same person? What? Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen? Yeah, they're brothers. Charlie Sheen's original name is Estevez. Okay, but was his name actually Char- Charles Estevez or yes. something? Oh, okay, 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 okay. They're they're technically Latin. I would I would want to see Emilio Estevez more than Charlie Sheen, honestly. Because you if, here's the thing though: if you rein him in, mm-hmm. they can act. Mm-hmm. If you rein in Charlie Sheen, mm-hmm. he can be like his father. But if you want to look someone that looks more like mm-hmm. um, him, then you get Emilio Estevez. Yeah, if you don't care about him looking like him though if you don't care about him looking if you don't care about the elusive man looking like the elusive man I would get Joel Edgerton uh, this is reaching for the fucking stars Joel Edgerton ooh he wouldn't have to do it. he wouldn't really have to do a lot he's just standing there and he's just fucking talking mm-hmm. or someone who you know who can fucking emote Tom Hardy T- mm-hmm. Joel Edgerton Tom Hardy or um Killian Murphy I would want Killian Murphy more, I think. And he's already doing Peaky Blinders, so you know he's willing to do an online TV show. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. But I, his American accent, though, I haven't heard it before. No, wait, no. Uh, Batman uh, Begins, he did an American accent as mm-hmm. a scarecrow, so he, yeah. can, he, is, he can do it. Yeah. Uh, and, for, and for In Time. There we go. He did a, he did oh, a convincing no, one no. for In Time. Actually, no. Take that back. Um, Guy Pierce. Ooh, Guy Pierce as the elusive man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, that takes it. Guy Guy Pierce. I dude does not get enough credit. Mm-hmm. He's technically started all the things that uh, when Chris Nolan has done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want Guy Pierce. That'd be a good one. He, he he's definitely he he can definitely be a good bad guy. Mm-hmm. He, he the best. <laughs> he is the best. <laughs> um, we can keep uh. on going on with Mass Effect, but um, 
we'll do it. We'll we'll do an episode where I did where I have my ideas for Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Right now we're just like pinging off of ideas. Yeah. Um, our last bit of story is back on to the news before we end off. PlayStation will not participate in E3 2020, which will be this year, this this coming June actually. Yeah, coming up soon. Well, I mean, it's weird to say that something coming up soon is in June right now because yeah. that's literally half a year. Yeah. But I don't know. Like it feels like five months from now. Yeah, but I feel like it's still not that far away, man. Like yeah, time's been away. moving so fucking fast. Time is a construct. I feel. I feel like. Uh, I feel like all year for me last year really felt like three months. <laughs> <laughs> wow, for me it was not going fast enough. Yeah. Um, but this is the second year PlayStation would not be coming to E3. Mm-hmm. Is this the end of big companies going to E3? Honestly, I I think so. I think so because and well, at the very least, Sony is a good indication that companies that are large enough or have enough IPs on their own or enough properties in general on their own can technically hold their own conferences. I feel like when Apple started doing that, a lot of other companies started realizing it's just like, oh, hey, like we're as big, if not bigger than Apple. We can do our own shit but and draw Nintendo, attention to it. But I think Nintendo was doing it first. Though, with the, Nintendo with the was doing it first. But the funny thing is, it's like Nintendo has always been in such a weird space with the gaming community because it's always been like, oh, yeah, it's like gaming's little brother. There's always something for everybody. But like Nintendo has always been doing their own. Yeah. But the thing is. They always announce the same games. I mean, not not the same games, but they always announce games. You always know what's going to come out of yeah. Nintendo. It's going to be a video game. Yeah. When you say Sony's going to have a press conference, it could be fucking movies. It could be technology. It could be, it could be video games. It could be so many different things, and they can encompass all of that in their own shit. Yeah. So I feel like larger companies that have those multiple areas of the company where it's not just focused in one medium, mm-hmm. they most likely aren't, I don't think, are going to continue going to E3. Especially now that E3 is also becoming more open to the public. The whole point was that it was a industry conference. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I, I personally is, like that it's opening up. But also, one of the reasons mm-hmm. why PlayStation is leaving, they, um, they said their fans can't get access to the material. Even yeah. though if they are opening up to the public, it's still five to six hundred dollars a ticket to get into E3. Oh yeah. Public. Oh so yeah. So that's not welcoming to people. At least they when they go PlayStation is now going to um conventions. It's some of the places we can get into. CES is something we can get into. Even though it's, it's consumer, yeah. But it's mainly for industry. As us as consumers, we can go to CES. Mm-hmm. If I if I heard that Sony was going to CES, I would think that they're coming out with an MP3 player, a new TV. Or um, or the console, yeah. But I wouldn't expect any game announcements or anything if they specifically said they're going to CES because they did go to CES, but yeah. they went to announce all their like 8K TVs and the roll-up TVs. But and they also talked about PlayStation though. They did, but it was still rumors. But um, the thing is though, the PlayStation Five will be out this fall, so it has to be something coming up soon within this next few months that someone's going to unveil something. Because we haven't seen, we have not officially seen what their console will look like or the controllers. Yeah, we've only seen the dev kits. And we only seen the games that has been confirmed for the PS5. Right. But we haven't seen the PS5 itself or how much it's going to cost. And that's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Will, and this is a question we, we can answer or just leave it out there. Will they show their price point as well? I hope so. Because uh, there's already rumors coming about, uh, coming out about how much Xbox is going to cost. 
Because everybody's like, well, well, if it's going to do ray tracing and it's going to be this intensive machine that everybody's talking about, mm. how the fuck is it going to be welcoming to people if it's got over $1,000 hardware in there? But supposedly, at least with what Microsoft is saying with their public statements, it's like they want to make sure that the console is still accessible to people. So even though they're using that, that amount, of con like, amount of power, it's still supposedly going to be around the price point that we're used to. So I'm expecting like a 599 launch or a 699 launch even. It's still steep, but I, I would not expect it to go over 8. If it went over 8, I would be really fucking surprised. And since Microsoft's already talking about like rumors of what they're going to be doing, not necessarily what the price point is, but the fact that they want to keep it around the same price point as now, then I would assume that just to be competitive, Sony's going to have to keep their, their shit around the same price. There might be a fifty dollar difference. There might be like a, a an early an early adopters, you know, pricing or something. But I would say I'm gonna go off on the PlayStation around three ninety nine, four ninety nine. I would hope so. I would hope so. It'll be around. It'll be around four or five hundred. To me, I think around four or five hundred. If not, four fifty five hundred. I feel like oh, and and that's another thing too. Now with the now with the trend of technology coming out with generations of things or versions of things in a generation, yeah. how likely do you think it'll be that they'll drop their their PS5 and Xbox will drop their Xbox, and then let's say a year down the road, bam, new models, not necessarily new consoles, but new models like discless or new models like um, you know in because they want Sony was talking about putting all the variable hard drive sizes right. So you're basically using like cartridges. Mm -hmm. What's to say that they don't sell you the unit at a cheaper price, but then they start making their money back in uh, hard drive sizes? Because we did talk about this before. Right? We did talk about it a little bit, yeah. Um, that is a definite possibility, and I think that's what they should do. Mm -hmm. If you want a eight terabyte console, yeah, you should be charged a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's be eight terabytes. Like nobody needs fucking eight terabytes unless you're doing like streaming and you want to save every fucking game locally. Yeah. Um, um, I think anything that's between one to four terabytes should be around three, four hundred. Yeah, I would say a one terabyte model would make sense at about four hundred or four fifty. I'll say three fifty. Three fifty? Because it's one terabyte. Is because one terabyte itself right now is about forty bucks. Uh, that is a hard drive though, not a solid state, and they're doing all solid oh, states. Oh yeah, solid state. That's solid a hard state. drive. Yeah. Solid states are about eighty to one hundred dollars. Exactly. They're almost they're they're double, if not a little bit more. Okay. And on top of that, with the way that games are right now and how I personally have... My Xbox is still day one. I have the day one 2013 Xbox controller. And when I was playing Fallen Order on it, it looked good. But I could tell my hardware was struggling to push shit. And with, I know, it, that's why they keep on pushing for the 4K um, and the, the Xbox One X and the PS4 Honestly, I'm, I'm finally ready to make the jump to 4K. I know, me too, but I need money. Yeah, <laughs> I need money. But they've been doing some good deals recently on, on um, 4K TVs. Yeah, like, Costco has some good-ass deals on I know, 4K. but still, need money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> need money, but it's a lot more affordable than it was even two years ago. I remember yeah. seeing, like, 45-inch 4Ks, like, two years ago, and they were... Fucking a thousand seven hundred, almost two thousand dollars. A sixty-five inch LG four K. Yeah, is now as much as, as much as the fucking PlayStation. It's like four hundred, four fifty, four five hundred. So it's like holy fucking shit. Well, most stores are selling it for six, which makes yeah. sense. But like, if you used to go to Costco for the LG, mm -hmm. yeah, that's four or five hundred dollars. That's as much as your PlayStation or Xbox. Yes, yeah. my dad bought a sixty inch, no, either fifty-five or sixty inch LG smart TV, four K, one hundred and twenty hertz refresh rate, all that for 
three hundred bucks at Costco. Sweet. Yeah, it's That's like it's it's crazy how how much cheaper they are now. Yeah. And especially now that this CES, Sony and LG both announce 8K TVs, but it's only going to get cheaper. And that's that's where the problem comes in. If they're going to introduce 8K TVs, that means the console is going to get boosted up as well. But at the same time, I wouldn't worry that much about it anymore, just because after after people forget, 4K is as physically clear as a person can see. Like, physically, your eyes cannot process more pixels than what a 4K has. You can buy an 8K TV, but it's still going to look like a fucking 4K TV to you because your eyes, unless by some miracle you evolved a a hundred years further than any other human, you will not physically be able to view all the pixels and notice the difference between a 4 and an 8K TV. The only reason I see 8... Like, I don't even know why they're bringing them to consumer. Because the only real reason I've seen people use 8K TVs are for like air traffic controllers. Because every single pixel can add to the density of like how 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 much distance they're tracking in those like consoles and stuff. Okay. That's the only thing I've seen for a legitimate use for 8K. But other than that, as a consumer product, sure you can get it. But it's like, oh, let's let's think of it this way. You can have a fucking 10 car garage but you can only drive one car at a time, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what's the point of having an eight-car garage if you can only drive one car? Yep, Grand Theft Auto saying um, online. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I have like like four, ten-car car garages. Yeah, I actually just had a similar com- conversation about this, like with my dad earlier, because mm-hmm. we were we were switching internet services, and I I was putting it in my name and stuff, and he was telling me he goes, why don't you get one gig internet? Like, I don't need one gig internet. Like, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. One gig would be great. But me, by myself, at home, like do like doing what I normally do, I barely push 200 megs at a time. So why would I spend for a one gig internet connection if I physically won't even be able to utilize it? It's just extra money I'm throwing away. That's how I, I feel about I 8K extra, right now. If I had extra money, I would. Four, pe- four people living in this house using the fucking internet. Well, that's different, though. You're using four people. I'm saying me by myself. I'm the only one using but internet. Think of the possibilities, though. It's good, but think of it this way, too. Like, on average, your Netflix stream would be 10 megabytes a second. On average. So let's say everybody in the house is using a TV screen, right? Mm. And everybody is using something to, to stream. Let's say, let's be generous and say 20 megs per connection. At that, you're still doing 80 megabytes in one session of everybody watching Netflix on their TVs at once. So, unlimited power. Unlimited power. Anyway, this is America. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, we'll, we'll never know. We'll have to, it's just a wait and see. Yeah. Oh, fuck. New era gaming coming up in a few months. We have to wait and see. It's going to be interesting, though. Oh, yeah. And with that, we're going to end it right here. Because um, in about a couple of minutes, if you're listening to this episode, the McGregor fight is coming up. Ooh, McGregor and the Cowboy, right? Yep. Um, no, I'm not betting because <laughs> I've learned my lesson from that Dodger Astros game. <sighs> Fuck the Astros. That's where we ended it off at. Fuck them Astros, man. <laughs> and if you had, if you live in Texas, you know we we if you were in Houston, Texas, we do not hate you. We, we just hate, hate your, your team. team. <laughs> 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 and with that, peace.